Welcome to Baby Boomer Tales. My name is Jim. It's nice having you here with me today. The title of our episode today is Lone Star Lawrence Welk. In 1955, the Lawrence Welk show was picked up by ABC from a local LA channel. My dad always watched Lawrence Welk on Saturday night. It ran for 16 seasons on ABC, and then after that, 11 years syndicated. So it ran from 1955 until 1982. After that, I believe PBS picked it up and ran reruns, and they still may be doing that. Lawrence was known for the polka. Big band that People from the audience could get up and dance, and Lawrence would go around and dance with some of the ladies, and a one, and a two, and a... Anyway, he uh, had a lot of people that are very recognizable to me as far as their name and, and what they did with the show. Number one, he had the Lennon sisters. There were, I believe, three or four sisters I had the biggest crush in the world on Janet Lennon, the youngest, and she was closer to my age than the others. The others were older than me. And so I'd watch Lawrence Welk just to catch Janet singing a little bit. Years later, probably around 2010, Silver Dollar City in Branson, Missouri, was having an event to celebrate so many years they had been in business, and they had the Lennon sisters there in their amphitheater. And we sat about three rows in back of them, just right there, almost with them. But I just really got nostalgic and really had that warm, fuzzy feeling all over me, watching the Lennon sisters sing. They also had Norma Zimmer, who was a champagne lady for quite a few years. Myron Florin played the accordion. I always remember Myron Florin wearing a sailor suit, the navy blue with a little uh, flap in the back and stuff. I don't know how I have that memory, but that's how I remember Myron. Now later, I know he wears suit and all that, but I remember Myron Florin wearing a sailor suit. Little Anna Connie, a young lady of Spanish descent. Bobby Burgess was a dancer. He was a musketeer early on. Arthur Duncan, tap dancer, and so many more. The way the show would open in the early days is there would be a loud pop and then these bubbles would come out representing champagne bubbles and the loud pop represented the cork of the champagne being open. And I could do that pop by sticking my finger in my cheek, kind of blowing my cheeks up and pulling that finger with a bunch of force against the cheek out and it would pop and I could do it very very well when I was little. We lived in California from the time I was one until I was about five and I believe I was about four years old. My parents either knew a guy or knew somebody that knew this guy and he showed up at our house one evening and he worked for Lawrence Welk and he was trying to get me to come on the show and do my little pop of the cheek. So if I was good enough for it to go from San Diego all the way to Los Angeles and have one of Lawrence Welk's people hear about me, 
and try to talk me into coming down and being on the show, well, I can remember this really well. I never was real shy, but I remember the man standing. We were in the kitchen with my parents. We're all standing there. And I think he got down on his knee to talk to me, and I scooted around in back of my mom's apron strings. I remember that. I have one grandchild that's kind of like that. will kind of get behind his mama if you kind of talk to him without him making the first move. And I refused to go beyond the Lawrence Welk show. I cried. I begged not to. No, 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 no. Anyway, I never made it to the Lawrence Welk show. Probably the closest I ever was to being famous. I could have been on the same show as Janet Lennon. Her singing and me popping. We'll never know, will we? My dad watched that show until they took it off. And then he probably watched it on PBS. It was Channel 6 up in that little town in the mountains. I always have a special place in my heart for Lawrence and that show. I know we all make fun of it, but actually, I could sit down and watch an episode of that no problem today. No problem. It's one of those things that are like comfort food. It reminds me of my dad like nobody's business. No matter what he was doing or how busy he was, he'd come in, sit in his regular chair, take his shoes off, sit there and watch Lawrence. It's a great memory for me. Little Anna Connie. Dad, I hear you. When I was about 10 years old, a lady was staying at my grandparents' house for the summer or something. She must have known somebody. I don't believe she was related. She probably knew one of my grandparents' nieces or nephews or something. Anyway, she worked at a restaurant that was up at the big lake. It overlooked the lake. It was just these huge picture windows, and the lake was right there. Beautiful view, and the restaurant was called the Circle H Corral. Big log structure sitting there on the lake, a bar and restaurant. Well, she came telling my grandparents about this boat company from Texas, the Lone Star Boat Company. And they were doing a photo shoot for a brochure and an advertising campaign they were doing. And they needed several kids to be models riding on the boats. And so my Aunt Connie, and I've spoken of Connie periodically throughout my podcast. She is five months younger than me. So we were kids growing up together. My cousin Bonnie, who is a year younger than me. We all hired on, I believe is they paid us something like 20 bucks for the photo shoot. It takes several days, but all we had to do was ride around on boats and hang out at the Circle H. We got up there, and here comes Randy. Randy, who I went from kindergarten till graduated from high school in the same class. He was up there, and they had hired him also. That's probably why they weren't looking for another boy. They already had Randy hired. So it was the four of us kids, and we'd ride around in boats, and they'd take pictures. But what I remember the most are those people hanging out at the Circle H. We'd go for a short boat ride, take some pictures. They'd beat feet right back to the marina, park the boat, go up to the restaurant, and have some lunch or have some dinner. Lone Star Boat Company. 
I have a brochure of it somewhere. I know I do because I've seen it within the last five years, but I couldn't find it preparing for today's episode. So I googled them and really couldn't find anything about them. In the 80s, they went out of business, and the only thing I can find about them at all is people trying to find parts for their boat. I figured Texas, they probably dominated the Texas boat scene. But you know business, they come and they go, and apparently the Lone Star Boat Company sailed off into the sunset. It was a great summer. It took about a week or two of our summer, but it was something I still remember. Riding around, getting my picture taken. Kidding around that we were professional models. I know Twiggy didn't have anything to worry about. She's famous and I'm almost, almost famous in my mind. Hi, Pop. How you doing? Jerry, I'm doing good except I can't find Homer. He's the one that had the big idea that we're going to have a big old party tomorrow for our birthdays. And who the heck knows where he's at? He's supposed to be running the store and blowing up balloons. Well, I saw him and Katie take off in the store van when I was walking up here, Pop. I wish they'd told me what about if I was down in Apple's Cafe having a cup of coffee with Bud and Jim and Sam. Who'd be watching this? Sparky? Where do you think they're going, Pop? I know exactly where they're going. We're having that big shindig and they're going to do something about that. Boy, I tell you what, I'm going to be 64 years old tomorrow, Jerry. And I'd just as soon sit down and watch Lawrence Welk than have to deal with all those people telling me that I'm not looking a day past 55. Well, Pop, you don't look a day past 55. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, Jerry, I know. You probably tell the mailman he's got good legs, too. Mailman, we have a post office box, Pop. I know, I was just making a joke. Well, okay. Jerry, Jerry, come help me, Jerry. Katie's not strong enough, Jerry. Come on, come on. What you doing, Homer? Well, I got this big old box here and these 5,000 balloons in this helium tank. And I thought we'd start blowing up the balloons, hook them to this box, and if we can get all 5,000 balloons blown up, I think this box will float. And I can sit on it, and when everybody's dancing, I can be thrown out candy to them from 20 feet above them. You're not really serious, are you, Homer? First of all, 5,000 balloons is more than a helium tank full of air. Plus, I don't think it'll make the box float with you sitting on it. What do you mean, Jerry? I mean, why don't we just dance and throw out candy while we're dancing? Oh, Jerry! You got the best ideas of anyone. You know, my darling's gonna be 31 years old tomorrow. So are you, Homer. Yeah, but her birthday's special. You can access 
our webpage at babyboomertales.com. Once there, you can click a link to review and possibly purchase our book. There's a link to become a Baby Boomer Tales patron where you can help us keep Baby Boomer Tales podcast commercial free. There are links to different places you can hear our podcast, including Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, our YouTube channel. There's also pictures of the country that I speak about so much. And yes, there's even pictures of me. One of them, I'm holding a golden eagle. It's very nice having you with us every week. I look forward to our time together very much. At the end of the day, kindness is one hand you always get to play. Okay, Jerry, let's have a rehearsal again. Tommy's coming with the biscuits and gravy, and they're going to set up, and we're going to play, and we're going to have fun, and we're going to dance. Do you think Pop will come to his own birthday party because he likes that Apple's Cafe so much? Him and Jim and Sam and Bud just sit there and shoot the breeze. Well, Homer, I don't know. Pop's a pretty good character. I know that much. And he's a daddy to a very nice lady who happens to be your wife. Yes, sir, Jerry. You're right. You're always right. I don't know where you got so smart. Maybe that was from going to school. But you're just right anyway. Sometimes I'm right. I think I was right when I moved here to some city and we bought this here general store. Even though it seems like I'm the only one that works there all the time. I sure do like it here. It's nice. It's warm. We're going to have a very nice dance. Homer, I think we're going to have a great dance. I think I see Tommy and them tuning their instruments. Yeah, that's them. They're tuning their instruments. I can't wait. Let's dance when they practice. birthday to Pop and happy birthday to me. Those baby boomer tail people will be back with you next Wednesday. Have a nice birthday party. Yeehaw!